Welcome back to Sportsmates Offside Report, brought to you by the APL Life app. I'm Nicole Umino. Once again, I'm joined by Jimmy Sabo, Al Jensen, and Mitch Paul. And I know we say this every week, but I feel like it really was a huge weekend of results. Certainly goals as well. A whopping 40 goals were scored over the weekend, and five of them, yes, it came in that game, which everyone is still talking about. The wounds are still fresh for our two in-house United supporters. Both went into it very confident and came out 5-0 losers. So I'm looking forward to that chat, which will come very shortly. Before we do, Al, I'll start off with you. Firstly, how was your weekend and what did you make of all the action? Mention is first. Well, there we go, Jimmy. Thanks for that. Yeah, the weekend was good apart from the result. I mean, one result in, in particular, West Ham beating Spurs. Uh, but yeah, we don't really want to talk about that, do we? I mean, there's one thing <laughs> that we do want to talk about, and that um, I think we all got it wrong last week, to be fair. But anyway. Yes, we, we will get into that. And Mitch, of course, one of the two United supporters here. Uh, without giving too much away, Mitch, how was your weekend? Uh, yeah, look, it was good to watch Burnley play, you know, a solid game and watch an exciting player by Maxwell Corne. That's that's the only game mm. I know about. Um, yeah, Nick, <laughs> that's, that's about it. <laughs> fair enough fair enough we'll, we'll see what happens in a few minutes when we do jump into that game and lastly jimmy welcome did you enjoy your weekend jimbo it wasn't too bad i think it was a weekend about making statements and and doing things for good causes and we all know that united doesn't want a full stadium because of the risks of coronavirus the only way to get to 25 capacity is to concede four goals in the first half and that's what happened we lost the second half one nil but that's okay we can deal with it so it wasn't too bad all up Mm. And it's, I mean, it's good to have fans back unless, uh, not for the managers though, unless they want you out of uh, the role. But boys, let's get straight into it. Time to address the elephant in the room. And I've been waiting Thank for this for 48. <laughs> I've been waiting for this for 48 hours. And at the time mm. of recording, Ollie is still in the job at United. But Mitch, for how much longer will he be? Well, I'd like to say thank you, first of all. Uh, I think you've actually helped us out. Um, Jimmy and I both, both would like a new coach. We're and, happy about this. We're yeah, actually you're, happy you're helping about us get there quicker. That's, I actually think you've done yourself you know, a disservice. You, you, you've endangered every other team in the Premier League by helping us Correct. get Ole sacked quicker. Correct. You know, I, I thank you, actually. I don't know how... Jimmy, I mean, how do you feel about I'm, it? I'm happy about it. It's really good. If Liverpool knew, Liverpool should have owned, they should have taken the foot off at about 2-0 and gone, all right, you know what? Only might keep his job after this. Now they put the foot down 5-0 and now he's going to get sacked and you know what's going to happen. Conte comes in and it's a new life at United and he always wins a, a title in his first season. So it's not too bad. But I mean, uh, I mean, it's Tuesday today. I had yeah. to think about that for a second. And he still isn't out of the job. Are you, is it, I mean, is there any chance that he does? Keep the job. Can I be? Can I be serious about this? That yeah. that was a disgrace. Of course, <laughs> that yeah. was an absolute <laughs> disgrace, a debacle. And the players aren't fit to wear the jersey. Yes, we can complain about Ollie. That's fine, but you, you can't blame all five goals on him. That was woeful defending. It was horrible. I know we can't press to save ourselves. I know that the midfield is, uh, you know, not cohesive. It, 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 but the defense, like there were goals that you concede on Sundays you know, when Mitch is, is coaching under 16s, like when the defense is just not showing up and one player presses, the others don't, they leave gaps everywhere. What the hell was going on? on in all seriousness, that was the most spiritless performance I've ever seen since Nick's first podcast. No, no, since I can't remember another time. In all honesty, it was a joke. Mitch, it was a joke, wasn't it? Yeah, it was hard. I actually sat, I don't know why I did it to myself, to be honest, but I sat through it again this morning, especially mm. that first half, just to actually try and, Work it out. And, and look, we all want to blame Ole because it obviously starts there. But as a player, and especially of a caliber of the players we have, you know, your Ronaldo's, your Rashford, your Greenwoods, Maguire, supposedly 80 mil, you've got to hold yourself to a higher bar. You, if you put that jersey on, you can't go out and perform like that. It's, you know, you are literally embarrassing yourself. And, you know, Liverpool scored five, five goals. Great. But they weren't exactly goals. And Nick, you probably have a different opinion of this. But I look at those goals and I don't think you really created them as opposed United made mistakes. Like mm. it, it wasn't, there was no goal that I saw this morning and I went, shit, they did really well there. It was yeah, all the like, opened up. That happen? just here on a, on a plate. Here you go. Have a goal. Literally let's, you got Luke Shaw and Harry Maguire hugging and just the ball just rolls past them both. And then hang on, where's our fullback or pause. You know, you look at it and you go, you know, Luke Shaw wasn't in the position, but 
Fernandez literally was in line with Cater before he crossed that ball. And then Cater just runs off and keeps going and Fernandez suddenly goes off oh, and runs into the box. That's the last the last goal was ridiculous. an incredible ball. That was unbelievable, oh, that last goal. Yes, that yeah, was Henderson. Yes. The other ones are just yeah, just terrible football from United. Mm. And and it, it, yeah, it just baffles me, Nicholas. Uh, it absolutely yeah, baffles me. Yeah. I, I tweeted at half time. I said, um, even though the score was four nil at the time, I didn't think we were playing that well. And that, that was that was that's a bit damning, really, for United. I thought, you know, the game was fairly even. We we just took our chances, and yeah, like you said, the defense just opened up at times, and it fell on a platter to most of uh, yeah Salah, Jota, um, and yeah, we just we just buried the chances when they came. But um, you mentioned you, you can't really pin it on Oli. I, I think it has to be. I, I honestly do. Liverpool going to this game, um, and. Coming off that match against Atletico Madrid, you know, it was a tough match, travelled from Spain. Um, we we decide to rest Sadio Mane. Fabinho doesn't play. Matip doesn't play. Milner starts in midfield for crying out loud. Like on paper, uh, United had the upper hand right from the get-go. You could say it's a- the reason why it's not all on Oli is because the players can't just wipe their hands clean and go, oh, that's fine. It's, it's the manager's fault. You need to take some respect. You need to play for the jersey. You've got the name on the back of your jumper as well. You're representing your family out there. It's disgusting. Another thing, in the summer, Luke Shaw and Harry Maguire, yeah, okay. oh, wow, these are new made players now. It's a new thing. Look how good these players are. They come to United, do nothing. That's their fault. You can't just blame that all on Ollie. What about, like, oh, Alan, I'll ask you, in the 80 years that you've been watching football, is that the worst, perfor- the most shocking performance or result that you've seen in Premier League history? Uh, well, I wouldn't say that, but it was pretty atrocious. I mean, we were talking about Watford the other day, right? Um, with their bad defending. You know, Danny Rose, poor, poor Danny Rose got a, a mouthful from you boys. Um, and I thought, sure, sure looks a bit overweight to me, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, but he had a he had a yeah, shocker, yeah. didn't he? But yeah. um, you're missing Varane, weren't you? When it, so when he comes yeah. back, that might be different. <laughs> but I'm saying, I'm thinking, right, that central midfield, right, hmm. got Fred and McTominay. Yeah. How many tackles Terrible. did Fred make all game? Terrible. Uh, how many how many how many tackles did he make? Uh, did he make zero? Zero tackles. Yeah, doesn't surprise mm-hmm. me. McTominay surprise made, made me. just one, right? And they, you know, t- like Fred being your, your defensive midfielder. I mean, that's just just that's mm-hmm. unreal. No, look, yeah. and Fred didn't move off the ball at all. The amount of times he was literally walking in, at least no one had a great game, but at least Nick Tomlinson was actually trying to get into position to get, receive a ball. But at no point did, and it, look, we did say, you know, you can't just pin it on Ole. That's because players are involved. And as Jimmy said, you know, you've got to play for your jersey. But tactically, yes, Ole did not get it right. And mm. he's clearly, something's wrong at the training ground. The coaching's not right. There is clearly more issues than just, you know, what we see on a, on a Sunday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But reality is, is you're a player out there, you are playing for yourself. Like, can you imagine what these guys, if they're thinking, oh, you know, United aren't going to be, you know, they, they, they'll sort themselves out by the end of the year. Like, let's say worst case scenario here, these United are going to drop out of the top four, possibly drop out of, you know, a Europa contention, right? No player is actually going to be able to move to any other club because who would want them right now? There is That's not right. a player, you know, when the chips are down, effectively right now, all the United players, the chips are down, no one's standing up. Especially Pogba, who, who started on the bench. Sorry, Nick, I know you want to gloat a bit more, but just before you do, he starts on the bench and then he comes on and gets a red card straight away. That's an attitude problem. That's not that's not a mistake. Or yeah. mistake. He was the cause for the fifth goal as well. Yeah, he, he gave the ball away. He yeah. was. And what, was, what was he doing? What was he doing? Sorry, Mitch. But what was he doing when uh, you know that fifth goal went in? He was jogging in the centre circle. No running back. No shit, I've made a mistake. You know? Mm. It's crazy. No, I was just going to say, he's lucky. That's actually lucky. To be honest, it's almost lucky that that was our first red card of the game. I yeah, actually really thought Ronaldo was quite lucky. Really thought he was quite lucky because yeah. that, I mean, the ball's never played. You know, there are, the whistle was blown and he went in again and kicked. Yes, he hit the ball. Yes, whatever. But you can't do that. You know, I'd be interested to see if it was any other player if they got away with it. Yeah, he had Ronaldo had more shots on uh, Curtis Jones than shots on target, didn't he? Well, I mean, he did he did score. It was ruled off by VAR, but yeah, fair call, well. <laughs> he let his colours yeah. down there, Ronaldo, completely. Like I respect him as a footballer, absolutely. Even as a person, you know, he's done some great things off the off the pitch. But that was that was um, uncalled for. It was atrocious, really, from a world class player, player a player that you know kids look up to. I I didn't like seeing that. But the reason I the reason I um, pin it down to Ollie is yes, because he had the upper, t- upper hand um, on the team sheet. But also when you go down, I think 
there, there was no, there's no plan B at all. And we've seen over the last 10 or 20 years when United have been at the top of their game and it's, you know, the roles have been reversed. Liverpool have been seventh, eighth on the table. Um, no matter what the differences are between the two sides, uh, Liverpool hardly ever get battered like that. I never have never been battered like that, especially at Anfield. So to, for that to happen in such a big game in front of their own fans, I mean, yes, it's it's on the players uh, for not responding or showing any fight or anything. But you know, tactically, I just think, um, yeah, they were tactically outclassed completely. Nicholas, that the only good thing about this is that Nick was hoping to come in here and just brag his whole way through and give it to me and Mitch. But we agree with him. We 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 agree with you. And that's 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 all we can say about it. Let's move on. I reckon. I don't think uh, we move on at all. <laughs> I think actually, Paul Pogba. I think Jimmy yeah. brought it up. What is the point? In him at all. I mean, I actually don't rate him. I mean, he's, not, okay. he's actually done nothing for United. Oh, hang yeah. on. We, well, let's go back to the start of the season where he had, what, had six assists in two games. That, that's so true. So what changed? Yep. Mate, he's done nothing for United. Well, I don't think, honestly, he that red card, he comes on, that red card, two-footer <laughs> challenge, he's bloody smiling as he walks off. I don't think he should play for United again. There is big calls for that. But I still think it, you can't make excuses for him. But... He's not in the right system. United don't have a system. There's no structure. Paul Pogba needs, a lot of the United players need this. They need actually like, this is what you can do. This is what you can't do. This is what we're doing. If you don't want to get involved, go away. Hmm. And, well, but it's not, it's not there. Ole is, you know, too immature. Carrick was playing with Pogba at some stage, wasn't he? And he's now the coach. Yeah, you know, well, Pogba, when he started in Italy, when he went, the Juventus, he was around mature guys who wouldn't let him just do whatever he wants in the locker rooms or on the pitch. Attitude problems is what he has now. And when he was there and Conte was there and they controlled that and they harnessed that energy into on-field to do good things. Like you're around Pirlo, Marquisio, Bonucci, Chiellini, they don't let you get away with that. At, at United, it's like the schoolyard, man. You do whatever you want. And the teacher is just, just slacks off. So yep. that's what it looks like at the moment. Get him out. Get him out. Get Conte in. Fix it up. To be honest with you, I know that all the talks about Conte, but personally, I think Zidane would be interesting because he's a take-no-crap coach. He has the legacy. He has the history as a player that, I mean, what can Pogba turn around and say to someone who's won a World Cup, who's done, has had an incredible career? Like, Zidane knows how to win. And he's great. You know, he did, Ronaldo's played well under him, so there'd be no surprises there. And to be honest, he would be the one player that could probably, one coach, sorry, that could tell Ronaldo, you're starting on the bench this week. You're going to come on with 20 minutes to go. You'll either make a difference or you'll score. End of story. And Ronaldo would probably cop it because, you know, he's coming from a stature. Ole doesn't have that. He has no – he's a good player for United coming off the bench, but he was. He was that come off the bench, that flair. But he's got no pedigree as a coach. So there's probably a lack of respect from half the players there. Um, and just taking you back a little bit, two minutes ago now, three minutes ago now, but Nick, you said United had a, United had a better team on the team sheet well, I think team sheets where you lost that point because United's not a team at the moment. It's it is a bunch of individuals, and and Jimmy and I said that last week. You know, we've been relying on Greenwood, relying on Ronaldo, relying on Fernandez to come out with a bit of brilliance to to yeah. do it. And you know what? If if United had scored early on before, you know that Fernandez chance, yeah, could have it been a whole is. different game. It could have been a whole different game. But mm. that little bit of brilliance lacked at that moment, and we went back to oh yeah, we're just a bunch of individuals. So, you know, you, you started with Milner in that midfield, but he's still a good player. <laughs> he, they're still a team. And United just aren't at the moment. They, they've, got, they've got the system, Liverpool. They've got the chemistry. This is a team that's been together now for, I mean, yeah, the majority of the core of the side have been together oh, for like three or four years now. So, <laughs> so you're saying um, that if you don't win it this year, it's a failure then? Is that? Surely. That's I mean, I'd like to, yes, I, I think we need to win silverware this year. Any piece of silverware will do. Uh, the title, a bonus, obviously. But I don't think, I don't, just going on United again, I'm not sure if Conte will be the right choice. I don't, Why? Ju- he just doesn't seem like the fit for Manchester United, his defensive style. I think United needs someone um, it's attacking. Like, it's not totally defensive, but it's, it's a structure more of, more of anything. I mean, you can, you can allow for, I know he doesn't go out there and win 4-0, but he can, he can set a structure and, and, and players to play with intensity and to understand their responsibility. And that's what someone, I think he needs to go in there and fix up the change room. Yeah, I, I totally agree there, actually. I think Conte would be great. I, I mean, you're shipping in goals, right? You've got a rubbish midfield. Sorry, yeah. guys. But yeah, you, yeah. No, it's um, true. And, you know, attack always starts from defence. 
Yep. Conte will come in, sort that all up. Easy fix. Mm. Mm. Easy well, fix. Should, yeah. should be done. Should be fixed by the end of the week if we can get him in by tomorrow. It's get fine. it done. When's it happening, boys? Because Nico said last week, if they lo- if if United lose midweek and Liverpool, he's gone a hundred percent. Bang! By the time we're speaking here, they won midweek. Just well, got away biggest, with it. That was the biggest fluke ever. So it was a bit of a fluke, but they got the results. So did that keep him for another week? What the hell happens? <laughs> yeah. Well, you've got a big game coming up, haven't you? Massive game, well, massive two weeks, but yeah, this week I think will be really interesting against Tottenham. Just really, really interesting. We'll probably beat Tottenham on a much of a challenge. So, it, I mean, he probably get the win there, and then he he stays on again. And the fact that he stays on, why? Because he's an ex United player. It's just it's just like prolonging. Just get rid of him. Like, do it. We know it's eventually going to happen. Why are we just waiting? Bite the bullet, pay him out, move on. Yeah, just do it. It seems to be the talk. It seems to be the talk this morning that um, United are just. Um, yeah, shopping around, having a look at, yeah, discussing their options. So, you know, it could happen um, before this podcast actually it might, but, uh, you know, gets it, out. Conte said that he does He's not a huge fan of coming in mid-season and just taking over. He prefers to start fresh at the start of a season, but he might make an exception for United. Mm. I think they're trying to get him over the line. I think, I, it'll I think United would write a big enough blank check to uh, get him in too. Oh, yeah. Hey, speaking of money, my God, I think Al's got something real good for us this week. Yeah, well, I mean, it follows on from last week, basically. Uh, we were talking about, um, you know, Newcastle take, United takeover, but David Beckham, uh, he's under fire over reports that he signed a deal worth 150 million quid. Mm. Which is 277 million Australian. Correct. Yeah. That's, you know, over 10 years, become the face of the 2022 World Cup in Qatar and an, amb- an ambassador for the, uh, for the country. I mean, basically, that's half of what Newcastle United is worth. Mm. Um, and and we were talking about you know bad human human rights track record, but um, they have something similar over there, unfortunately, allegedly. Um, but he, you know, he's a UNICEF ambassador, so this kind of contradicts and undermines what everything that he stands for and they stand for as well. Yeah, hey, Al. Sorry, just before we'll go to Nick because I, I stole his segue. He was about to go to you, Alan, but I couldn't. I couldn't. Oh, no, that's back, fine. You know that's I mean? fine. I apologise for that. But Alan, you do a perfect David Beckham impersonation. So, how would he have sounded when he was given the check? <laughs> oh, well, you know, so um, <laughs> you know, being, being the uh, ambassador for for the for Qatar is is so good, and uh, you know, uh, you know, playing for England was the best thing in the world, sort of. <laughs> But um, yeah, this money's going to sort me out for the world, isn't it? And it yeah, sort of brilliant. Is that just a YouTube that, grab? From, that, was, uh, <laughs> that was perfect, Nick. Do you reckon it had to be that amount of money or he would have done it anyway? Does he honestly believe that everything's all good? They're on a good path here. There's no more issues there. The world's changing. Or do you reckon it's just about money? I, I think the bad look about this is obviously the money, but... Look, I, I didn't mind it. I, I, if it wasn't going to be Beckham, it was going to be someone else. Um, they needed an ambassador and, you know, they say, they seem pretty determined to use the World Cup to help drive positive change, which is a good thing. That's what they're saying. Whether it's true or not, who knows? But, you know, if there's one thing that can affect uh, significant positive change, that's football. And, you know, Beckham could be a good driving force behind that. So I'm not totally against the whole move to get Beckham in. Um, obviously, the money is a bit of a, um, yeah, it raises the eyebrows a bit. But, um, yeah, and obviously, people are hesitant as well to travel to um, that part of the world come World Cup time for obvious reasons. Um, so, he might just help bridge that gap a little bit. And I'd be interested to know um, this, time, this, this time next year when it comes to booking time for tickets to the World Cup, would you guys be... I mean, whether we actually do go or not, but would you guys uh, look into going to the World Cup? Is that something you'd, would you feel safe going to Qatar? The only reason I would now, because apparently they've given an exemption for that time to serve alcohol, because usually you're not allowed to, but you are now. So I, I might do it. I might do it. I wouldn't mind to. But hey, doesn't it extend past the World Cup though? Isn't it? Uh, uh, is it ten years or something, or past that five years? I can't remember. Yeah, it's ten years. Ten years. Ten years, yeah, 10 like years that he, he's he's uh, like ambassador for tourism there, isn't he, Al? Yeah, he's basically sold his rights for all of that, so he's going to be doing more more things as well. Which is, yeah, that he's, he must be skint. I mean, the best thing to, to do <laughs> what he could do now, I, you know, Nick, you had a good point, but I you know he, as I said, he's a UNICEF ambas- uh, ambassador. Mm. Yeah, if you get all that cash, the best thing you should do is just. You know, give it away to charity. Mm, reinvest it. 
Yeah, so again, that's, that's probably a little, a little controversial in itself, isn't it? Yeah, that was a good point. Mitch, would you go along? I would definitely go there. Uh, look, besides the alcohol, you know, I could continue to work on my tan mm-hmm. um, and enjoy some football. But no, on a on a serious note, like ten years. I thought is that a was a serious time. note. Oh, oh look, it is one hundred percent. Look, I'd take my tanning seriously. We all know this. <laughs> you do. Well, the thing is, you'd definitely get burnt over. It's going to be what forty degrees in it every game. That's right. That's I've got no, sunscreen. Fifty plus. We're good. It's fine. True, hey, true. if David Beckham's going to be there, he will get burnt more than I will. I tell you that right now. Hmm. So whatever sunscreen he's using, I'll just get on that, and we'll be sweet. But look, it's it's a lot of money for a lot of time. But I think Beckham, as you know, he's that UNICEF ambassador. UNICEF ambassador, and that's that's you know, it's a good look for Qatar to be able to get him on board. Oh yeah, uh, great PR Beckham. stunt, man. Oh, it's huge to have the. Yeah, I, I honestly doubt that's the first offer they threw at him. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, it probably started at a hundred, and then he went, "No thanks." <laughs> Walked away, comes back, one hundred and fifty. No thanks. I, I really don't believe he would have taken it if it was much less than that. Like that's 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 big money. You say yes, he's going to say yes to that no matter what. But if it's less than that, I honestly don't think there are so many human rights issues over there. It's very contradictory to what he does. So. Yeah, I just I think it's all about the money, and that's the world we live in. Unfortunately, I really doubt things are changing big time over there. That's just my personal opinion. Well, you mm. see, you, you hear you know a lot of uh, people have died building the stadium. Yeah, well, yeah. That's you know, uh, it's, it's yeah. Not- the, the working conditions are horrible. I mean, there's things going on that you know, and I just think it's an excuse. You know, you get Beckham on, that's fantastic. It's great PRs. There's one thing that's going to change people's opinion and might believe it's it's that. So. There's no, I mean, they've got their made of money, so I guess they can pay that. He might have been the first choice, I reckon. Hey, David Beckham, he's not just a, an, an icon in England; he's an icon worldwide. So let's just chuck all the money we can at him, and hopefully change people's opinions, and they'll start forgetting about all the corruption, all the human rights issues. Let's just get Beckham on board. Yeah, with the money that was thrown at him, um, you could probably say that maybe he knocked them back a couple of times. Maybe he just said no a couple of times, and they I just kept increasing the price. Yep. But he doesn't need the money, right? I mean, unless he's as I said, giving away charity nice. or putting it all into into Miami because they are rubbish and they they kind of need a bit That's of a boost, don't they? Are they? That's I true. don't follow the MLS. Are they yeah, actually where are they rubbish? Sitting on the, where are they sitting on the table? Though? But to be fair, I don't know. But I've heard they're pretty <laughs> rubbish. <laughs> they've, they've got Higuain, I think. That's all I know about yep. them. Yeah, in his think, prime as well. Yep. And Beckham Beckham's son, I think, plays in the reserve grade. And from the performance I saw. You know, might be there because his daddy's David Beckham and mm. he owns a club. So, which, which one is that, Romeo or Julia? Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, what's the other one? Is it Brooklyn? Brooklyn, Brooklyn. yeah, Brooklyn. He's a photographer, isn't he? It's. I think it's one of the best, or it could, or it might be a distant cousin. I'm not sure, but I know there's a Beckham there playing, and I know it's questionable. <laughs> I thought you signed. I thought right. one of them signed for United. Well, that could. That maybe that's how CDM problem solved. There you yeah. go. <laughs> No, I think one of them, I think it was Brooklyn that signed for Arsenal a few years back, but he was really young. Well, yeah. As, yeah, yeah. And, uh, obviously, they've made a big impact, which is why we all know exactly what they're doing in their movement. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Now, I was, I'm going to backtrack a bit. Uh, Jimmy, you did throw me off my segue. I was actually going to lead into Mitch's next topic about oh. the Manchester United uh, game against... Um, Tottenham coming up. Oh, sorry. I apologize for that. No, that's all right. Mitch, go on. Tell us about that. Well, I think it could be one of those games, and Al, I'll be interested to get your opinion, where the losing coach might just lose more than a game. It might be his job. Um, Both coaches under a lot of pressure. Um, Al, just a simple yes or no answer for me. Uh, Do you think think there's enough depth on your bench? Um, Yeah, yes, I do. Really, because Nuno would disagree. Nuno would heavily disagree. The man doesn't make subs. He made three uh, on the weekend, but that was after, what was it? It was after you conceded, I believe. 84th minute. 84th minute. And three of them, bang, bang, bang. Who can, not leaving much time. Brian Hill coming on. Yeah, not leaving much time. Week before, no subs at all. Yeah, you're right. Week before that, waited to the 76th minute. The bloke doesn't trust him. And Deli Ali, has he just retired from playing football again? Or is he still hanging around the place? Oh, Deli Ali. Deli Ali, what is he got what's going on at the moment? So it's it's you know, he, he doesn't trust his team. Ole trusts his team, but his team don't trust him. Um it's it's two very interesting cases um, of managers, two very interesting issues. Um Al, I believe you're probably one of the first teams to actually rest your first team during the week, lose, and then start your first team and then still lose during you know, within five days. That was an interesting one. But this weekend is going to be an interesting AS Roma game. did similar, but they only drew on the yes, weekend. They didn't better. lose. That's, yeah. that's slightly better. It's, it's an improvement. 
yeah, take some tips, Al. Just send them through. So but, does he go, Al? He's gone. He's gone. No, no. Yeah. If, they, if he loses on the weekend, do you think he's gone? I don't think so. No. Look, it's, look it took. Remember, guys, it took about 20, 20 managers to say no before we could get anyone to say yes during the summer, right? You know, I just don't think he'll go yet. You know, I think it's still uh, it's still too early. Hmm. Um, I think Spurs will beat beat United anyway. They probably will. They probably will. To be honest, it's, it's anyway. at Tottenham as well, isn't it? It's at Tottenham. Hmm. Yeah. What Al? He just looks like a, a depressed man. Like honestly, he does. He's got no life about him. He walks <laughs> through interviews. He just speaks like he's at a funeral. And then he tells us that, like, oh yeah, the game was under control. It's all fine. What the hell's wrong with him? Has it, yeah, it right. just sucked the life out of him? Hasn't it? Yeah, I've heard he's, he's quite um, he's quite an individual, isn't he? Uh, he doesn't yeah. really talk to. There's no man management with the, the players. Um, yeah, he's he's pretty. I mean, I think he's probably bitten off more than he could chew with this team potentially. And also, it's not just that. It's you know, there's so much expectation from the fans, from Levy, all of that. So you know, he's gone from from Wolves that don't have. They're not in the press every week. Mm. You know, there's so much media about Spurs being, you know, they should be up there, you know, yeah. top four. They should be winning trophies and stuff like that. There's just, just a little bit more, you know, expectation on top of it. Does it does he need to sort out his set pieces? That defending from Harry Kane was woeful. Yeah, it was it was it was crazy. I mean what the hell was Harry he Kane? He didn't score didn't you know, he's getting a lot of stick at the moment, but yeah, as he should. Yeah. Yeah, I think you guys are being very harsh on Nuno. I think Why? it's like, like Al said, I just think it's very early. I mean, he, he's making this step up from Wolves to Spurs and he's, it's a bit of a rebuilding job. But isn't he shooting Spurs. himself in the foot, Nico? He's got subs there, he doesn't use them. And I had to look back and say, well, how long has the, the rule of subs been allowed? Since 1965, well, it's been permitted in the English Football League, which <laughs> coincidentally is the same year that Alan was born. So look, it's been there for long well, enough and yeah, he it, should know. Now you can use your subs. Well, I mean, put yourself in his shoes. If if you need a goal to score, who are you going to take off? Kane, Son, uh, Lucas Moura, and who are you going to bring on? Well, I, I mean, they've had 70 minutes to do it. If you can't do it in 70 minutes, don't wait to the 84th after you've conceded a goal to then go, I should probably make a change. You yeah, know, right. six minutes versus 20 minutes. He was very defensive as well. And also in the second, he said Spurs were the better team all out, but in the second half, they had zero shots on goal. Not just on target, but mm. zero shots on goal at all, and that's terrible. Yeah, you know, Mo Salah has scored more; he's scored the same amount of goals as Tottenham Hotspur this season. He's actually uh, now that Here you said go. it, scored more than nine, uh, more goals than nine Premier League teams at the well, moment. There you go, then. That's it. Yeah. Mm. How many Liverpool facts do you have jotted down there? Uh, yeah, I've got, got a few on his yeah. arm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I will by the end of the season, that's for sure. But you, someone that I think is under more pressure than Nuno is Rafa, is oh, Rafa Benitez. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Besides Al. Yeah, Rafa Benitez. Um, and that game against um, against Watford on the weekend, uh, yeah, a lot of Everton fans are not happy. They weren't happy when he walked into the club, obviously being that ex-Liverpool manager. But to concede... 10 goals um, to Watford, who were coming off, you know, a 5-0 loss to Liverpool the week before. Um, I mean, there's no hiding. There's no hiding with a result like that. Um, so it poses the question, what, is that, is that new, the new Watford under Claudio Ranieri uh, doing the damage or was that, just, was, was that just a meltdown from the Toffees? Well, you talk about bounce back ability, right? Mm. did that there you know it was fantastic as well and it was a comeback wasn't it you know yep. they were you know they, they scored a few last 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 few minutes four four yep. goals in 13 minutes but it was a complete yep. nut of meltdown you you don't concede four as soon as you concede one they were still trying to look to go forward it's like you have no momentum that's a bit like united though wasn't it <laughs> no that to be honest with you Everton probably had more of a plan at least the players knew what they were doing at least they can score goals so <laughs> True, yeah. but I think Josh King had an inspired performance. Like he was, yeah. and you know, the going former toffee. Well, oh, yeah, didn't get, didn't start one match all last year. Goes there, scores, you know, a hat trick. So mm. you know that that's a positive for, and Ranieri would have loved that to see that, you know. But it it was, I think, more of a meltdown than Ranieri. But it'll give those players a lot of confidence. It'll give you know Ranieri a lot of confidence. So you know, it'll probably create, hopefully, it creates a bit of a snowball effect for them, and they can climb, you know, further away from that relegation area. But 
it'll be interesting to see what happens in the coming weeks for them. Yeah, I reckon I reckon Ranieri has this ability to make his players believe that anything's possible. And that's what he did when they were down again. They were down, they were losing, they were out. They come back and win this game. It wasn't the prettiest performance. It was like a bloody Sunday league game, scrappy goals in the box. and But still, they got the results and had to believe. Speaking of belief, my God, King, last year, 11 substitute appearances, didn't start a game. And he's very strong in the media, isn't he? When he said, Carlo Ancelotti, he lied to me. He told me he was going to give me an opportunity and he didn't. And then after the game, he was being interviewed and he said, hey, I didn't get an opportunity last year. So, you know, and he, and he said he woke up in the morning and he had a good feeling about it. Goes out there, scores a hat-trick. What a moment. What a statement to make in front of those, in front of the crowd as well. Unbelievable. And that's the second consecutive away loss, I think, for, uh, sorry, home loss for Everton. So mm. I think there is a bit of a meltdown happening, but it is it is a good sign for Watford. And, and when they were, the players were speaking about him as well, he's only had a short time there to get used to his players. There's a little bit of a language barrier. Obviously, we know that. So it's going to take time for him to get used to them and, and find out what makes them tick. But there's something about him that can make the players believe. And that's what he's got to instill into Watford. And I think he started a little bit with that result. So maybe a bit of both. But Everton, yeah, disappointing. Mm. Yeah, so it could be, you know, he, uh, Rafa could be the next one on the chopping block easily. Um, Did you just want coaches sack, Nick? Uh, mate, I, it, it's a tough gig being a coach in the Premier League. It's just a harsh reality. I don't like seeing it happen, but it's, um, sorry, Nick, it does. Sorry, Nick, for, for interrupting because you were talking about stats before. I had one pinched out. This is a good one. Oh, like, here we go. you ready? Are you ready, guys? Yeah. This is massive. Not really. I'm talking okay. about stats. Okay. <laughs> Watford's last five away wins have come from five different managers. Yeah, that is nice. that is a good one. Come on, that is that is quality. That's but, there you go. You can't can can you name one. those those managers then? Well, Ranieri was one of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go around the table. Let's try and name them. So, okay, obviously Ranieri. <laughs> yeah. Um, who who was the one that just got sacked a few weeks ago? Uh, yeah, that's yeah, it. Oh, you just fine. said that. Yeah. Uh, come on, guys. Yeah, no, this is this is. I'm good. at a loss. It could have been ten years ago. Like, how often do Watford win five? Like, have won five nil? I'll be very honest. <laughs> they just change them all the time. Uh, Garcia was one. Okay. Garcia, yeah. Never guessing uh, that. Yeah, you're yeah, good. Mm, good, good list. That good list. Really yeah. good list. Sorry. That was a good segue. <laughs> it was a great, great start, though, wasn't it? That um, was great. Whose idea was the name of yeah. it? That was, uh, let's let's <laughs> move on, shall we? Let's move on. I was just <laughs> testing your Premier League knowledge. That's all. Um, yeah, let's move on. Like, let's move on. We've, we've spoken enough about the uh, England English game. Uh, Jimmy, take us to Italy. Flores, I think. Yeah. What do you want to go to Italy? Off. Yep. Yeah. Let's yeah. Go. We might as well. We might as well swim over there. There's so many things to talk about this week, though, because. We know that the Italian league, the Serie A, is the uh, the most prestigious and important league in the world. Uh, you guys don't seem to think so, but we know you don't know anything. Um, it was a big weekend. So four red cards to managers. They get a very aggressive on the sideline, the Serie A managers. Four got sent off. Surely was, one Mourinho. Come on. Yeah, Mourinho was one of them. Yeah. was one of them. And I win both games. But Mourinho's came during the game. Spalletti got sent off at the end of the game. So he went and complained to the referee. I'll talk about that in a second. But there's controversy there. There was five own goals. Five own goals. And then the table now is taking shape. And we spoke about the most important game in the world, probably Juventus and Inter. And it was mm. a draw between the champs. And I really like Allegri's... Um, his mentality, right? And he has this thing called, it's called um, Corto Muso, right? It's like he talks about in a horse race, right? It doesn't matter if you win by 50 meters or you win by an inch, by a nose. That's what's important, that you get over the line first. And that's what he always speaks about when people question his, like we've, they won, I think going into that, it was five consecutive 1-0 victories Juventus have had. And this was a 1-1, right? And they speak about, look, you're not scoring a lot of goals and it's not pretty football. And he just speaks about that all the time. I don't care. I'm first past the post. I don't care how we look. We win. That's all that matters. And so, that's, But they, they didn't win this week then. So they drew 1-1. But it was a very tough game, Alan. Going over there to Milan, yeah. who, are, who are a good squad, in the hometown, in front of the home fans, is very hard. 1-1. Uh, I think it's an okay result. And now they're unbeaten. For a while, they're starting to build momentum. We know they beat Chelsea, so things are starting to come together again. And I think uh, they're a good signs for Juventus. Napoli were undefeated. We know eight out of eight they won. They drew to Roma, and Mourinho got sent off. He wasn't happy. There were chances for both. I think Roma had better chances, and he just wasn't happy at the referee. Complained, got sent off, and he gave him a little clap. 
at the end and gave him the thumbs up and said, yeah, thanks for that. Bit of stubborn. And then in the press conference, he said, oh, I didn't say anything uh, in particular. I just uh, I complained you sent me off. That's right. We'll move on. Um, so interesting times at uh, in the city are. And I, I do think that that there's weird results that happen because of the quality that's in that league. And you guys laugh at this and everything. like Hellas Verona won 4-1 against Lazio. 4-1. Huge, isn't it? And you guys said, no, there's no goals in this league. It's crap. It was very good. It was a very good performance. And there's just unpredictability about the City R. So um, I'm enjoying it. I think you guys should watch more of it, to be honest. But uh, I'm still... And Milan are missing a lot of players. They're still very stable, though. They're still winning games. Nick thinks they're woeful, but they're not. Sitting the bottom are, of their group in the Champions League. Winless, they're concentrating on this season, as they should. <laughs> so I, I think it's not all doom and gloom. I think it's uh, the City R is a very exciting league. Lots happening there. And uh, you, you guys just don't know what you're missing. In terms of Juventus, though, I mean, you guys win the title most years. You didn't win it last year, but you mm. won, what, like the last seven or eight before that? Nine in a row. Um, yeah, nine in a row. There you go. Yeah. Um, but obviously the focus is going to be Champions League. And you were speaking before about how, you know, scoring the one goal is okay if you get the win, you know, crossing yep. that line. Um, I mean, surely your focus has to be on Europe and being able to beat mm-hmm. some of the big sides on the European stage. Oh, did we not beat Chelsea? You did. You did. Mm-hmm. And that's fair play to you guys. But, you know, is that is that sort of style of play going to be sustainable for the whole tournament? Well, we'll not just Alleg- this year, but yeah. moving forward. Now, we've seen Allegri bring teams to finals and obviously didn't win them, but he's been there before and he's been able to, um, you know, get enough out of the players because he's got a system that they believe in. Now, when you've, you've gone through transitions of Sadi coming in, then Law, it's not going to be an overnight fix to get your players playing the same way. And the quality on the team isn't that great. We know that. Selection has... You know, players have gotten in have been it's been terrible to be honest the last few seasons. So something needs to be fixed. But if they can all bind together and believe in Allegri's system, then I think they'll be fine. I mean, I've got I didn't have much confidence coming into the Champions League, but what they've put together so far, I believe in it. There's something about that group that's just got some something there, something there. You've got to believe in it. Anything can happen. I love that mentality too. I don't care how it looks as long as we get the result. That's all that's important. Fair enough. And, and I love your sorry. passion as well. Thank yeah, you. Go Before on, we go move on. on. No, this was another interesting thing that I got. There's so much in Syria. <laughs> I just missed everything. But <laughs> we should Giovanni, do a podcast on it. <laughs> Giovanni Simeone, he scored all four goals in a 4-1 win. I forgot to mention that. He's the son, oh, wow. the eldest son of Diego. So yeah. not a bad result for Hellas Verona, who Mitch likes. That's his favorite team because he went to Verona. And he you saw a game, didn't you? Did you go into he a game? Certainly, certainly went to a game. I think they were in Syria B at that stage. Um, Passionate, though. Very passionate mm. and very defensive. I believe it was nil all, and I don't actually think there was a shot on goal for either <laughs> team. So it was a well, great experience all around. Typical Serie B. <laughs> Jimmy won't like that comment. Sorry no, about that, Jimmy. No, that's Good fine. time to move on. Good time yeah, to move on. Well. Guys, well. player of the week. Um, oh, my favorite segment. Well, actually, Syria. sorry. Sorry, before no, Al's got something. Player of the Syria. week. Yeah. yeah. Just want to jump over to with Jimmy. You talk about no goals. Just, jump, jump, like, just want to jump over to France, right? Oh yeah, tell us what happened, so, France. Messi. Mm. He's played what seven games, I think. Zero goals, zero assists in a, in farm. a farmers league. I told you he's not that good. No one believes me. Nobody oh. believes me. He's not oh, that look. good. He's overrated. Oh, that's big. Has he scored goals in the Champions League? On socials. He's not he's as good as that. That Perla in the Champions League. Yeah, oh, so yeah not, not in League yeah. One. Yeah. Well, now Nick's picks and choose because he says you got to you got to perform in the Champions League. It doesn't matter at the league. And now he's saying it's a Farmers League. You should be scoring. He should be scoring. Obviously, it's a new team though. But over the last, I mean, throughout his whole career, he's been playing in La Liga, which is which is no doubt a better league than uh, what they have in France over there. And he's no doubt proved himself there. But yeah, the new team. Him, he's He's not used to moving clubs, so I think it'll take time to say he's overrated, Jimmy. Please, well, he's, please. No, wash your mouth out. He's soap. not the best player in the world. I have, I have, obviously, I've got Salah over him, um, no doubt. Oh, at the moment, you'd have Salah no, not over even at everyone, the moment. Would you? In, in all, no, that's it. Oh, like, really? In, yeah, in their prime, I've got him. Oh, As it goes, Ronaldo, wow. Salah, then yeah, we'll chuck Messi in. Jeez, I don't know how I feel about this anymore. That's well, I can't believe I agree on a lot, but wow. 
I might not associate that. with Jimmy when the abuse comes. <laughs> I might just take a step back. Got to say how uh, I feel. <laughs> that's fair enough. That's your opinion. Everyone's yeah, entitled to their opinion. opinion. That's why people tune into the offside report. Um, yeah. <laughs> you right, did, say, did say Chesney's the uh, best goalkeeper in the world as well, didn't you? No, I, what did I say, Al? I thought you did. <laughs> what what were my words? Best technique in best the technique. world. That's right. You really believe that? Over, yes. I mean, Oblak, Neuer, no, Oblak's Buffon. Even, no, even Buffon, Buffon's technique is not beautiful at all. It just gets the job done. No, technique-wise, Chesney's is perfect. Yeah. What about Allison? Yeah, Allison's got a good technique. He's got a bit of a, a football technique about him. He, he He's very Brazilian the way he goalkeeps. But it's good. It's nice. But just to a T, goalkeeper goalkeeper technique, Chesney, unbelievable. Positioning is sometimes off. Look at Al shaking his head. We know he can make some errors. Um, but no, nah. no, no. What's the technique? I honestly can't believe he's still around. Really? <laughs> you don't watch the City A. He's, he's, he's done well for Juventus. Yeah, you like, no, to be fair, he probably has, but you know, you wouldn't make it in the Premier League again. Why do you hate him so much? Is it because of yeah, the Arsenal days? Yeah, of course, of course. But you're, well, also, what about it? Was it the arrogance stick as well? Is he arrogant? He, he played. There's a clip of him playing. You know, we hate Arsenal. We hate Arsenal. We hate Spurs <laughs> or something like that on the, yeah. on his piano, right? And it's just like, go away, you, you loser. <laughs> I think he's, he's um he's you're not very good at. Is it his wife or his fiance? I think she's a singer or something as well. So he likes his music. Well, he's not a singer. Well, it didn't sound great, did he? No, no that's all right. That's fair enough. But you, you've got to let go. Don't hold grudges. I've told you this, Al. Too this is not this is not a topic I thought would go there today. <laughs> <laughs> away away from singing, but on the topic of technique, Tillerman yeah. strike that man oh, good technique perla. for a volley. Absolute perla. <laughs> I think him and Salah are just but didn't it bounce twice in front of him? Did it bounce twice in front of him? It bounced yeah. a few times and he just caught it I mean, perfect. You, mm. you can't catch a, a half volley or volley, whichever side of the boat you want to fly it on. You can't catch it any better. It stayed low, it zipped, and no keeper in the world, not even Chesney. Not even Chesney. <laughs> <laughs> not even Chesney with the perfect positioning. Could That's have it. That. He could have been standing there and he still wouldn't have got it. He wouldn't have saved it, yeah. He, he made was- your player of the week last week, Mitch. Does he get in this week? What you want me to start, don't you? You just want me to start so <laughs> yeah. you can just give me three points from... from that was go. a good segment. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry, I forgot. I forgot who you actually put down. But oh, go on. I'm sure you did forget. Um, <laughs> look, I can keep it short and sweet. There's not much to talk about. Just um, M. Salah, three votes. Um, Al, yeah, what enough. about you? <laughs> that's enough. Get him on. Well, to be fair, I, you know, I'm, I'm gutted that I didn't get three weeks in a row with Salah. Okay, <laughs> he's pu- he's pulling away on the leaderboard. Just so you know, he is. Um, and, and just so for a little be. update, yeah, so he's the best player in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going. We, we chatted about him before. I'm going for the Watford Watford player, uh, Josh King. Yeah, uh, another away goal, ha- away goal hat trick as well. Yeah, unbelievable. Second away goal hat trick. Yep, there was three. There was three players this week that scored a hat trick. Mason Mount being the other yep. one. Mm-hmm. Did he get in your votes, Jimmy? No, I didn't. He did, and I had a surprise uh, ring Ooh. up this week. Maxwell Cornet. I like that. What a performance from him. And you know why? Because yeah. of the story. You know I love the storylines. I love the storylines. But busy couple of months for him. And do you remember his final game for Leon? He was sent off. Bang. Give him a red card. See you later. Then he goes to Burnley, 13 mil. A little bit of question marks about him. And then he scores three from three starts. Two of them came on the weekend. Obviously, he had that hamstring injury on his debut. And then, you know, Sean Dice is like, oh, I don't know. He's, he got cramp. He needs to stay fit. I don't know if he can compete with the Premier League intensity and the fitness that it, it requires. Then he goes bang on the weekend and saved the game. He didn't win it, but he saved it. He scored the first goal of the game and the last goal of the game. The, the last one was an absolute perler. Um, and I like his little hair hairdo. It has a little thing that sticks out. It looks looks nice when he goes and celebrates it, wobbles around. And I thought that, you know, he's very underrated. So we talk about Salah, we talk about Josh King, but what about him? What about Cornet? Unbelievable. Mm. He is the player of the week. Thank you, Nick. Three votes. I have a quick shout out though. Yeah. Right? yeah. And this is one player we spoke about last week, it's Declan Rice. Oh, yeah. He should, he should be at United and then you'll be doing all right. Um, but he was well, phenomenal. Yeah. I think he's been amazing for West Ham this this uh, you know last year and this year as well. I mean, he's just one to look out for. Yeah. Um, he was very good for England as well at the Euros. Yeah, he was very good. He's yeah. yeah. I forgot how that ended up though. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. I can't remember either. No. <laughs> oh, wait. Already blocked. Player of the week. 
play of the week. <laughs> yeah, play of the week. It has to be. It has to be Salah. I mean, oh. you guys love your stats. You said I've got him tattooed on my arm, and I do. Um, he happened to be the first Premier League player to score at a hat trick at Old Trafford. Um, and he also got an assist as well. So he was involved mm. in four goals. He was absolutely brilliant. Jimmy, do you uh, are you still on uh, under the belief that he's not the best player in the Premier League at this current point in time? Yes. Jeez, oh. you know, look, umming and ahhing. He, he's changed. He's changed. You didn't like his goal last week. It was against Watford. It was against Watford. No, and then he came, look, comes I've out got to be We're the end here, so I've got to be serious. Yeah, he, without a doubt. He's unbelievable. He's unbelievable. I mean, and we know why because he started in the city, huh? and you get taught how to how to score goals against proper defense. You go and play in the in EPL where, you know, do you remember Giacarini? When Giacarini came to and and he said and he because he played in the city, huh? then he comes to um, EPL and he said, you know, in England there's no tactics. He goes compared to compared to Italy, there is no tactics. And I don't completely believe that, but I think the defensive the defensive aspect of it is a little bit less to, to Italy. But still, I mean, he's unbelievable. Best league in the world. Best player in the world. I said it. Yeah, he is. All right, I have to say. Good on him. I'd love to hear I've got it. A little, I've got a little stat as well. Yes, Alan with the stats. Salah is now the highest scoring African player in the Premier League history, overtaking uh, Didier Drogba. Ooh. In less games as well. In less games, yeah. So <laughs> You got that one on your armpit. He knows yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. And playing on a wing, not as a striker too. Yeah. No, it is impressive. It, was that it the best really win of your life, Nick? Was that the most? Well, I mean, yeah. obviously the Champions League final was, but in terms of a, of a league game, that has to be. No, it, it was. I've been waiting for a result at Old Trafford like that for years. I mean, I mean, every time we go to Old Trafford, I always think before the game, oh, I just, I'd love to, you know, batter United, and never happens. It never happens. Um, I think the last win we had there last season was the first time in like, I don't know how many years we actually got the three points, but to come out and just, yeah, get that score line. It's just unbelievable. The best I've ever seen. Uh, the most enjoyable win for sure. Um, but yeah, back to the votes. Mm. Uh, two so more he- to give. So yeah, Salah with the three votes. Um, and yeah, it has to be Josh King with two. Oh, and shit. I did like your shout, Jimmy, with Cornet. Um, yeah, sounds like it. It was a bit harsh to leave uh, <laughs> Chelsea's boy Mason Mount out, but I did like a shout. Oh, they played Norwich. Yeah, it was. It, <laughs> I mean, three goals and an assist. I mean, no, like was, Bobby Firmino was. last week, us leaving him out. Uh, I didn't really agree with that one too, but no, it, yeah, fair enough. Cornet scores a brace, um, and finally Burnley have a player that looks like he can actually score goals. So hopefully that continues for them. It's lively, very lively. Yeah. Very unlike yep. Burnley too. It doesn't seem like we have to just lump it long for him. He can actually do a bit. So it's yep. also quite nice. Yeah. He's got some flair for sure. Um, boys, moving on to another busy weekend next week. Uh, mm-hmm. What games? Uh, we've already spoken about the Manchester United versus Spurs game. But mm. is there any other games in the Premier League or across Europe that are standing out to you boys? I actually think Liverpool-Brighton will be interesting. Just, just ignore Brighton's first half against Man City. Um, that second half performance was. Hey, Graham Potter called it amazing or something, didn't he? He called it. He just and labelled it. To be like, honest with you, yeah. you don't do that against City. They actually made they made City work for it in that second half, and I think they only considered one in the second half. So I actually think maybe they. City United, them. not bad. Oh, yeah, but that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that newfound, you know, I think they treated with maybe treated City with too much respect and and gave them too much time on the ball in that first half, and then in the second half, you know, they woke up and went, actually, you know what, we can compete. So. I actually scaringly think they could maybe put Liverpool under a bit more pressure because I won't go out there and treat them with as much respect. And if they just treat them like every other football player, uh, football team, sorry, you know, Brighton, I'm not saying they're going to push them, but it might only be, it might be closer um, than the City game was because, you know, there's a bit of confidence there. They, they have to be after that second half performance. So I actually think Brighton-Liverpool could be a sneaky uh, quality game. Mm, I like that shit. Uh, Al, what about you? No, honestly, I'm holding out for the Tottenham Tottenham yeah, United game. That's it for me at the moment. Hey, honestly, you know, we, we joke around, but how 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 much does Tottenham win by? What was the scoreline? Well, this uh, I reckon it'll be two one, two, two one Spurs. But you got to remember, hmm. talk about Liverpool scoring five against United away. Yeah. Tottenham put six yeah, past six. boys last year. No one mentions that, do they? No, because that's true. That's the, the radar. 
<laughs> it does fly under the radar a bit, that game. Well, cause Maybe because they that... always fly under the radar. And there's Maybe because there's no, no fans. There no yeah. fans. There are no fans, that's why. Yeah, yeah, maybe it could happen again, Alan. We never know. Well, we might know. We'll know this week. Who won, suppose? With, yeah. with our luck, it'll be Harry Kane double two. Just yeah, probably. Finds form, absolutely bullies Harry Maguire. End of story. That's yeah. yeah. I'm I'm not looking forward to that game so much, but I will get up for it. Three thirty a.m. start. Not yeah. too bad. But before that, we might do an all nighter. I reckon we should. And watch Watford Southampton. And the reason why is because I think something special is happening at Watford. I honestly do. Ranieri is a magician. He's an absolute magician. I've told you it's about player management as well. And he can get the players on his side. So I want something to happen there. Great opportunity against Southampton. So I'd like that's the one I'm watching in the Prem. But then we go over to City R and Juventus play Suswallow because and we know that's a blockbuster. Absolute cracker to watch that one. But uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes against it's not that easy against Suswallow. They've, they've got some good players there, but Ardi is one of them. And uh that's you know, we we never know what happens there. But I think Juventus will get another good win, a one nil win. Perfect for Allegri. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm looking forward to that one as well, Jimmy, for sure. Yeah. Thank you. Um the one I'm looking forward to, English League Cup, the Carabao Cup, Energy Drink Cup, whatever you oh, want to call yeah. it, returns during the week. And there's actually, a, there's actually a good game um, happening in that one, West Ham, Manchester City. Um, if you're either of these teams, do you put out a full squad? No. No. I don't, City don't need to, to be honest, to be like, yes, West Ham are in good form, but no. what City just going to put out, Phil Fod- you know, Foden will start maybe, or De Bruyne or Gundogan, or that midfield's going to be ridiculous either way. So Declan Rice, if if West Ham choose to start Rice, which they should probably rest him and keep him under wraps for and challenge for a Europa and Champions League spot, but Rice can have his hands full no matter what midfield City put out. Wait, who's City oh. playing? Who's City playing next next week? Uh, don't know. Oh, we'll get out the EPL live app. Yeah, the EPL live app. Crystal Palace. They're playing Crystal yes. Palace. Actually, Crystal Palace don't look too bad, to be honest. Ben so, missed a lot of good opportunities on the weekend. He did. So I don't know. I, I still think how good it would be if if um, for. Not for us, but if if uh, City win all cups, because they've definitely got the potential to do it. So maybe they'll take, take this one, bit of silverware, add it. So they'll put a half-decent team out there and take care of uh, West Ham. It seems to be their favourite competition, that, actually. And I'm not with you, Jimmy. I hope we don't see City take out all competitions. Yeah, that's, yeah, a, well. that's a bit of a weird thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, not, not for us. I'm saying for Pep Guardiola. I don't know. I've, I've been watching Amazon documentaries and I, I, I don't know. I don't mind his, his style. You, you, love your, you love your Netflix docos, do. don't you? That was on Amazon, not Netflix. Amazon, whatever. Netflix Same thing. <laughs> All right, so that wraps it up for another week. Um, thoughts out to all the Manchester United fans out there and also Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Who knows if he's going to uh, be around next time. Uh, we do open the mics. So, yeah. You don't we'll believe he will. Sorry, you don't believe he will, do you, Nick? No, not so at all. if not he at all. is in a job by the time next week that we're recording this, you will shave your head. It's already shaved, pretty much. No, everything. <laughs> Buzz cut. Um, I, I mean, I wouldn't put my no because I don't really Jeez, have full belief in the. No, now, I think he should be. I don't have belief in the Glazers to do something like that. Um, I, I don't. I can't put my hair on the line for that <laughs> sort of thing. So, no, I won't do any stupid bets, Jimmy. But I think he will be. I'm about ninety five percent sure. Okay, so you'll donate not. twenty bucks to charity then. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do okay. that. Can we do the $20 and Jimmy will send you a United shirt to wear for the whole podcast? Yes. <laughs> yeah, all right. Let's yeah, do that. Let's, let's do, do that. that. I like, uh, it. I, like it. I mean, how week. stupid How stupid can Manchester United be not to get rid of him this week? I mean, it has to happen. Oh, well, we'll look forward to it. Yeah, we will. So let's see what happens. We'll see how it all plays out. And until next time, see you guys later.